Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully you've just been binging. That's one of my favorite parts about people that tune into podcasts or whether they're watching YouTube videos, either or is they typically just go on these binges as far as content goes. Uh, And that's why I'm a huge advocate of these, even much more so than Facebook Lives, because Facebook Lives, people jump on and then they jump off and it seems like their focus isn't there as much. So our next guest is someone that I didn't even know a year ago, which sounds crazy now, because now we've been able to hang out all over the world. She was at her mastermind in Florida She was at her mastermind in Dubai. She was at her mastermind in Belize. Uh, Her name is Leslie Zwick, and you're going to get to know her real quickly, but she's extremely adventurous. Anytime we go somewhere like Dubai, she's like, she's there. She's like there early, meaning a couple of days before having fun, seeing everything. She's the person you want to go to for a list as far as travel. She's got it all dialed in, gets everything in, and then she stayed after, and then the same thing was a lot of fun and Belize showed up early. Uh, one of the first ones there. And then after we showed up together and then after that stayed was the last one to leave the resort. So it's been a ton of fun. So we're going to do a little rapid fire interview here and rapid fire. First, we're going to do for bio and then we're going to jump straight into this episode. So first thing, Leslie, how long you've been in the network marketing profession? I have been in the network marketing profession for about eight and a half years with my current company for six and a half years. Wow. How long did it take you to reach the six-figure mark? Um, With my current company, less than a year. Super, super fast. I love it. I love it. What have you found to be the hardest part of network marketing? Staying consistent. It's, It's the consistency is key, you know, and riding through when things get tough staying consistent through them and knowing that it's not about myself, but it's about circumstances going on and staying consistent. And as long as I stay consistent, it always comes back. That is one of the hardest things. And I always talk about it in the sense of we're used to being told what to do by our parents, our bosses, our teachers, everybody. And then all of a sudden we get to do what we want, when we want. And so we try to push off the consistency to tomorrow, right? Next week, next month. And then eventually it catches up to us. So now you have permission to brag. Number one, she was just featured in a book. We did a book collaboration together, and it's called The World's Best Network Marketing Strategies, where we have 24 or so top, top level leaders that are all sharing their best insights. I call it a convention on steroids because convention, you get to hear the very best, the best. Well, this is a convention on steroids because you get the very best, best from so many different companies giving you different perspectives. And it's like a TED Talk version where because it's just a chapter for each one of these leaders, they got to cram it all in. So permission to brag now for you. If you had to say like your, your superpower, because we all have our strengths and our weaknesses, what would you say your greatest strengths or strength is or are? So my strengths are finding the good in things, finding the positive in things, not dwelling on where things are going 
haywire because life goes haywire, right? But really starting to focus on, okay, how, where's the lesson in this? What can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? How can I make the best of it? And helping others do the same thing, really guiding and pulling people and, and shifting, flipping the switch, flipping the script for people um, to really grow and make the best out of where, whatever the circumstances are, whatever the situation is. Yeah, which we know is critical in everything because change is the only thing we can for sure count on. You don't know. Maybe your comp plan changes. Maybe something changes with your products. Maybe your products are backordered. Maybe there's a back office issue. Maybe you had a team member that is your bestie or a big leader and they end up quitting. But it, it's inevitable something's going to happen. And the word that I like to use for that is, is eventually I learned to parlay everything. So if I had a a team member, right, quitter, and then 10 people quit. I said, oh, as much as this sucks right now, I'm going to use this so I can learn how this happens less. Of course, things happen no matter how good we are or what we do. But also, I'm going to be able to understand when someone else goes through this. And so, you know, trying to parlay that into something more, it's easier said than done as we make this happen. I know you're really big on mindset. I know that's that's also one of your your huge strengths. And I know you're very consistent. I know you're very good with willpower and mindset. You talked a ton about willpower in your chapter. So tell us a little bit on some things on mindset that you feel like can help us get into better action and be consistent in network marketing. So it's all about it's all about the action. So and I talk about this in the chapter in my book that the three powers that I, you know, I call, you know, our three superpowers that we all have. So everything, when we get started with something, everything has to start with a decision. If you haven't decided it, then forget about it. That's, that's out the window. But when we make a decision to do something, grow a business, get healthy, whatever it is, get out of debt, it doesn't matter. When we make a decision, it starts with willpower. We start with willpower, but willpower only lasts a very short amount of time for people. Mm -hmm. If you think you can do anything on willpower alone, you're kidding yourself. Some people, it's a few minutes, some a few hours, days, weeks, sometimes it's a few months. But at some point, that willpower goes and it's gone. And that's when the consistency is the piece of it. If you haven't been doing that, if you're only going on willpower, forget it. You're not going to hit that goal. But what happens is that that willpower kicks in and we start to see some results. And we start to see things. And then we get that, what I call the second power, which is thrill power, the thrill of the success. When it's weight loss, you see the weight coming off. When it's your business is growing, you see those first sales, you see that first new team member come on and they start to succeed. All of those things, it's that thrill power. It excites you. It's what keeps the willpower going. And the two run in circles together. And you can go off of willpower and thrill power together for quite a while. But again, at some point, that thrill power is going to wane. It's going to happen. You're going to have someone say something to you and it's going to knock your confidence. Your Things are going to slow down in the network marketing world. Things are going to you know, sort of slow down. You're going to hit a rough time in the economy. Whatever it is, those things happen and it's going to kill that thrill power. So if all you're doing is going off of willpower and thrill power, you're only going to go so far. But while you're working on willpower and thrill power, we need the third power to come in. And that's that skill power. That's building the skills, the structure, those pieces that we need and getting good at that while it's quote unquote easier, nothing's easy, but while it's in that part where you're working off that willpower and thrill power and you're going off that positive energy, you're building those skills. So when it gets tough, 
those skills have become more routine. They've become part of what you do and you lean into those skills. And that's where the consistency comes in to make it through. And when you do that, you start to see the success again, which kicks in the thrill power, which kicks in the willpower, and it all works together. So those three powers together, I don't care what it is, whether you're building a business or anything else in your life, when you add those three powers together, that's where you have success. Yeah. And I know, I love how you laid it all out there. Because I like steps and systems, and I know you love systems, and you're very um, routine driven. And so, again, if you're listening to this and you're a big leader, listen with the intent of good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. How can I give better vision? Listen to it with the intent of you always hear me say successful people just do the basics better. That's in all aspects of life. Like uh, I'm a light sleeper. And every time my wife would open the door, I would just, I would wake up if she, if it was early or late. And it was always like, I was annoyed and she knew I was never annoyed with her. I was just annoyed that I'd wake up. So I got the white noise on and guess what? Successful people just do the basics better. Took some WD-40, pretty common sense, put it on the hinges. Next thing you know, it's like, seriously, now I'm like in heaven. I'm like, this is amazing. Successful people just do the basics better. If you're newer, you pay attention in the sense of, okay, how can I implement this and really make this part of my regime? So for you, what what are some things that you teach? Because you've got a very large team. What are some things that you teach as far as non-negotiables to help, let's even say the person that's a part-time, which is the vast majority of network marketers, to help them to do this business? Well, the first thing is figuring out what are your minimums? What can you do? Even on your worst day, if you're laying in bed sick with 102 fever and feeling miserable, what can you do even on your worst days? And then that may not be any business kind of thing. It may be something in your own personal life that you're doing something that keeps that routine going that you're going to do even on your worst day. So I work with with my team to figure that out. What are those minimums? What are their next level, their standards, the things that they're going to do most of the time? And then the things that when they want to kick it up, they're going to kick it up and do it. And sometimes that kick it up and do it is a once a week thing. Sometimes it's a once a month thing. Sometimes it's once a year thing. It doesn't, you know, but having those lists of pieces of what are going to be those minimums, standards, and, you know, blitz kinds of things, those, and playing into that and really teaching people to check in with what are we doing? And then looking at, as you said before, change is inevitable. Things are going to change. We all hate change. That's the bottom line. Nobody wants change. We actually, we say we want to change, but nobody really wants to change, but we're going to, regardless of what we want or not. So the question that we have to ask, and it's a question that I work with my team on a lot, is change is going to happen. But who's going to be in control of that change? Are you going to be in control of that change or control pieces of it that you can? We can't control all the change, but are you going to control pieces of it? Or are you just going to let it happen to you and then get slammed in the face? So one of the one of the one of my favorite tools that I teach people very early on is to create a chart, a T-chart, And on one side, on the left side, side, it says cannot control. And on the right side, it says can control. So everything goes onto one of those lists, everything. But even those things in the cannot control list, there's some flip side to it that we can control. So starting to pay attention to that and 
But the only thing that we need to put our energy into is the can control list. If it's on that cannot control list, I don't need to pay attention to that anymore. I can't control that the economy is going bonkers and people may not be be ordering from me as much or clients might be pushing off. I cannot control whether a client gives me their credit card number or not. I can control how I respond. I can control the questions that I ask to them. I can control if I see that they really, this is not the right time for them if I move on and go to the next person. I have control over that. I don't have control over what they do. So starting to learn that and pay attention to that and everything in our lives is a game changer. And it's really a game changer when you're trying to build your business because it gets you focused on the correct things. Because oftentimes we focus on the things we can't control and then we get really frustrated and say, why is this happening to me? It's not happening to you. It's happening. And shifting that can will make all the change in your business. What are some of your favorite books that have helped with the topics that we've talked about so far? So I like to focus a lot on mindset books because mm-hmm. mindset, it's all about mindset. Um, I love Mel Robbins, the high, the high five habit yeah. or five second rule book. This book right now that I'm actually doing with my team, the gap and the gain, yep. if you have not read this phenomenal book. And this is great in, um, in any network marketing. Do you know the, have you read it, Rob? I haven't read that one. I've read three of, uh, uh, we were supposed to do an interview actually a couple months ago with, uh, so we have mutual friends. So that's one I got to put on the list and read. It's great. So what, what he talks about is, right, we have, we have where we are, we have our goal of where we want to get to, and there's this gap in between. And so often we, we focus on that gap of how far we are from our goal. But really, if we focus on the gain, what we've, what we've accomplished so far it, it totally shifts how we're thinking. It totally shifts how we move forward. And, and I talk about this a lot with my, with my team is breaking it down into teeny tiny goals, breaking it down into teeny tiny steps. Yeah, we might have these huge goals that we want to achieve and we get so focused on, I don't have this many clients or I don't have this many people on my team or I'm not making this kind of revenue. But what did happen? Wait, I had a really great conversation with somebody and I brought on somebody new even though I might've wanted to bring on five new people, I brought on this one person who is a rock star or maybe, you know, my income isn't where I want it to be, but I'm making more than I was making last time before, right? All of those things, or maybe I'm making less than I was before, but my skills are getting better. I, my clients are staying on longer than they were. Maybe my income is lower, but my retention rate is higher. Starting to look at that, those gains and shifting that, that's how we find the growth. It's a great book. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it comes back to how many different times have you said in different ways, talked about perspective, right? I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I work with very, very top leaders and they get burned out. And then I ask them the question of what their initial goal was when they started and, and they've achieved it times, you know, 10, 20, 30. And it's just perspective. Now I get some of you aren't leaders and you're tuning in, you're listening to this and you may say, yeah, but I haven't, I haven't had that success yet. Again, for a lot of you, it still is perspective because, you know, I, I always go back to the simple analogy of most businesses don't turn a profit for three years. Why is it network marketing? If someone's making after six months, a hundred dollars a month, they consider, they consider themselves a failure because their perspective is, is the comparitis, right? Of having this negative comparison. Now it doesn't mean you shouldn't want more, desire more, go for more. 
It doesn't mean it, stif- it should stifle your ambitions. You've got to have the balance of having the ambition, but also the perspective of being happy with what you've accomplished and where you're at. And so if you're going to compare, do it in a way that's going to help you parlay, like we talked at the beginning, where Leslie's always finding that silver lining in everything that she does. Uh, going along with, because, you know, I, I always love going through, you know, the, the minimum standards, splits is what in your mind, I mean, if someone wants to really level up and blitz, what would that, what would that look like? I mean, let's just say, cause I mean, most people fake work. So let's just say that they've got around 15 hours for the week to work. How long do you suggest? Um, what does that look like? Like any details you can give so we can make that vision super clear for leaders as well as those that are going to, we'll call you those that aren't leaders yet, you're, you're becoming leaders. So I think first step, number one step to figure out what your blitz is, is really be honest with what are you doing with your time right now? Because you can't blitz and step it up if you don't know what you're really doing with your time. So before I do a, take a take one of my team members through a blitz, I have them do for two days before everything, write down a list of everything that they're doing that they're spending more than five minutes on a day everything. Keep that list so we can see and we can say, okay, you're spending 30 minutes scrolling Facebook, not starting conversations, not putting up posts, but scrolling Facebook. You're spending 20 minutes scrolling Instagram, looking for trending sounds, right? Some of those that that you're just scrolling, you're not really doing anything with it. You're spending all the different time. What are you spending your time on? What is necessary for your business? And what is just sort of a waste of time? You're spending 20 minutes playing Wordle every day, right? Like, what are those things that you're doing? Be really, really real with it. And then we say, okay, which of these things are helping build my business? Which of these things are not? Those things that are not in a blitz time, cross them off there. Those are not an option during a blitz time. I'm not going to do those things for those day, two days, however long your blitz is going to be, you're going to commit to those things. And then looking at what are the business building activities that you need? How many conversations are you currently starting in a day? They should already have that listed out. How are we going to up that? You're starting 10 conversations in a day. Great. Can we up that to 20? Are you putting up one post a day on Facebook? Great. Can you put up two? And what are those two going to look like? And how are you going to engage with them? You know, are you using Instagram? Are you putting up stories every day? No. Okay. Can we commit to putting up stories during that time? What are those things? But we have to build this based off of where they're at. Because if if they build it off of where I'm at, it's not going to be helpful to them. You know, we cannot compare what we're doing to what they're to what somebody else's, you know, we can't compare those two things as you just said before, right? One of the things that I like to have my my teammates do is write a list of 10 things. I will be successful when dot, 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 Hmm. and come up with that list of things. What do they determine success as? What I determined a success as is going to look very different, but I can't guide them to be successful if I don't know what their definition of success is. My definition of success is a certain income, but I have teammates who they're definitely, you know, mine is a high income. 
I live off of it, but I have teammates who this is a side gig for them and success in this business for them is to be making $500, $1,000 a month, very different goals, very different blitz activities than someone who wants to be making $5,000, $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 a month. And that's okay, but it's got to know where you're coming from, have those really real expectations. And as, and as a leader, I don't want to put my expectations on somebody else. I want to know where they're coming from. And we reevaluate this constantly with all of my, the people on my team, we sit down, this is what you told me. Is this still true? That's one of my favorite questions to ask somebody. Is this still true? And if the answer is yes, okay, great. Are we taking the actions to get there? No. Okay. How are we going to take those actions? Right. Think on a scale of one to 10. I ask them on a scale of one to 10, how badly do you want this goal? If it's anything less than an eight, if it's a seven or below, they don't want it. And we reevaluate what the goal is. If it's an eight, nine, or 10, the next question is on that same scale of one to 10, where are your actions falling? If it's not up there at that eight, nine, or 10, also, we need to take a, take a look at those actions. Because actions are what tell you, tell me what somebody really wants. Somebody says to me, I, I'm a weight loss and wellness coach. Somebody says to me, I want to lose the weight really, really badly. How badly do you want to lose the weight? I'm at a 10. I really need to lose 50 pounds. Okay, great. Where are your actions and sticking to your plan? Mm, well, I'm at a four. Okay. You don't really want to lose the weight if you're at a four. Yes, we all have a bad days. We all have four days. That's real. That's yeah. reality. Yeah. But the more days that we are at an eight, nine, or a 10 and how badly we want to lose the weight is how we're going to hit our goal. It's the same in building a business. How badly do you want to build this business? I'm at a 10. I really want to bring on five new clients this month or five new customers this month. Great. What are your actions? Well, I haven't spoken to anybody. I haven't put up a post on Facebook in weeks and I never you know, start conversations. I don't even bother to wish people happy birthday on Facebook. Okay. Your actions are at a two. You don't really want it. And so becoming really real with that and helping people become really real with that, then that's when we can figure out what their blitz actions are going to be. That's when we can figure out what their standards and what their minimums are going to be is, is through that activity. The, the two things that come to my mind is first, questions are the answers. The best leaders ask the best questions, right? As good as she is, as intuitive as Leslie is, it's not like she's just coming in and just saying this, this, this. No, she's asking questions because like she said, success is different things for different people. And then going along with that is, is you can't go put a puzzle together without knowing the picture. You got to know the picture first. That's the most important thing to be able to start putting that puzzle together. So, you know, those two things really, really stand out. And I, and I hope for a lot of you, these are great reminders. And for many of you, they're just brand new insights. They always challenge me anytime I get to get on with leaders. I'm the one that learns the most. I love collaborating. I love doing these interviews because, you know, I'm over here just thinking, okay, this, 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 I've got, you know, notes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to implement that. I got to go back to this. Right. And it's a constant, um, like Leslie said, of asking questions. Is this still true? And I like that question. That's something that I'm going to add as well that I'm going to use with people that I personally coach and work with as well as myself, right? Is this still true? Because things do adapt. Things do change. Leslie, where can people find you on the wonderful world of social media? The best two places to find me are, well, the best place is Facebook. Yeah. Leslie Weisswick. 
um, is my Facebook. And then on Instagram, also Leslie Weiswick. Um, but and let's but go Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y. Correct. L-E-S-L-E-Y-W-E-I-S-S, last name Z-W-I-C-K. Um, those are the best places to, to uh, find me. The one thing, one more thing that I want to say, if you're a leader and you're listening to this, Remember one of the, my favorite things that I always say to myself when I'm working with somebody is this is not my journey. When I am guiding someone, because oftentimes we hear somebody say something and they're not doing it the way I would do it. Mm -hmm. I have to remind myself, this isn't my journey. This is their journey. They have to go through, they have to learn whatever pieces it is. And we may not agree with them but we're going to guide them on their journey. And the more I say that to myself when I'm working with somebody who I'm like, going, what are you doing? Like, this is not, doesn't make sense. It may not make sense to me, but it's what they have to go through to learn what makes sense for them. And maybe it will work. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. But this is their journey. So as a leader, that's a big thing that goes through my head constantly. This is not my journey. My journey is, is over here. And that's what I want somebody to say to me also, when they're giving me advice Remember giving the advice and asking the good questions, knowing that I'm, I need to go through what I need to go through to learn and grow. Really, really good insight. Great perspective. Uh, wide range of incredible topics, right? Uh, for all of you, as always, find one thing, one thing that you're going to take and say, you know what, this is something that I actually want to implement so that you know, we don't have all this information in and then out and nothing happens. We don't want to become the broke know-it-alls. We want to make sure we consistently take deliberate action. Leslie, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it. I'm excited to continue to travel the world with you. She keeps asking me, like, hey, where's the next mastermind? Hi, <laughs> I need to know where next February very, is. Where very, am I going very, very soon. We'll, we'll make that happen. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Until the next time, friends. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.